you can swear like once. No, <laughs> but 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 if Max, I have to dude. go and bleep this show, this show's never getting published. Mage Talk is brought to you by Mage Mail. Keep your customers coming back with customer lifecycle email for Magento. Visit them online today at magemail.co. Mage Talk is brought to you by Mage Mojo, a Magento hosting company. We know that you have a lot of options out there when it comes to Magento hosting, but we want you to give Mage Mojo a try. Not only do they have the fastest SLA at 15-minute response time in the entire industry, but they will also pay to get you back on your old host if you don't like it. We want to give you this special offer, and you can get the code to get that special offer in the middle of the show. Thanks to Mage Mojo for their continued support of Mage Talk. Hello and welcome to Mage Talk, episode 108, the 119th episode of Magento <laughs> Community Podcast. Hey, hey I'm yo. Uh, I'm Kaylin. <laughs> He's on his game today. We're- and we have a very special uh, guest uh, with us here today, a person who needs no introduction, but we're going to give him one anyway. Ali Ahmed, the uh, chief uh, punching bag at <laughs> Imagination Media. How are you, Ali? Good. How are you guys doing? Which okay. you may not know this, but Ali has supplied probably at least 30 or 40% of Mage Talk content over the past uh, few weeks. And he's, he's, so wait, what supplied. about the other 20 minutes that we were just on the phone? Does that get deleted or we can yeah, cut that, all that? That becomes well. cold open material. That's pre show. Uh, That's gotcha. pre show. Yeah. I'll tell you, there's some amazing political rhetoric in that. If you go back in the, in the few episodes in those pre shows, uh, it's Kalen basically. Detailing his policy proceed. Oh, it was, yeah, it's, it's an amazing, it's an amazing thing. Well, no policies were detailed. I can, um, I can oh, promise. well, Ali actually has uh, supplied thirty percent of the attendance for uh, the Magento South Florida meetup for the last. Really? <laughs> yeah. So he's he's been bringing all of his teams. So that's been really cool. Oh, yeah, awesome. yeah. The South Florida Magento meetups are. Uh, are awesome. We got to assume that's the best meetup that there is in the country, right? Yeah. Um, you know, that's hilarious because there was a tweet that I saw. Somebody asked what the best, uh, Matthias Gontico said, Hey, I'd love to know which, which countries meet Magento is the best. Yeah, I and, saw that. And uh, so that's funny. I was actually going to mention that. But uh, Well, you know, you don't know that we're the guinea pigs for all the Philip Jackson, you know, um, all his material. talks and material in terms of all of the different conventions that he attends. So we get to make fun of him first, you know? Yeah. So have you guys heard about conversational does. commerce? Like oh, yeah. way too many times. <laughs> we, we watched this happen live. Okay. So yeah. we actually saw Phil try to, well, no, he, he actually managed to pull it off eventually create a, uh, an actual, um, integration never, with Alexa. Never live. live. Code. Never live. Yeah. Code. Never. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was 20 painful. minutes next thing you know he's drenched in sweat and angry and <laughs> <laughs> i love that we brought you on the show this i'm so glad just so the people understand the kind of flexibility that ali has we literally hit him up like four minutes ago yeah 
and uh, he was he's he was down. He was ready to go. So. He was ready to go. Actually, there's a reason that I'm, I'm I, we brought him on the show, and we'll, that'll come up in a minute. Uh, but we uh, he and I had a great conversation at our uh, our uh, bi monthly social um, uh, that we have at the meetup, and and uh, so he actually showed up uh, last Thursday, and we had this great conversation. And I was like, dude, you have to basically say all those awesome things that you said uh, on the podcast. So that's I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best to try to get to lead him into that direction. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so just 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 follow my lead, Ali. No big deal. It might not be so passionate this time. I think I'm uh, running out of gas on that argument. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> great. Well, it's great, great having you. Well, uh, we'll great have to have you, have you man. That's, that's good. <laughs> um, well, actually, for those who don't know, because uh, you you know you've you've actually been uh, pretty active on Twitter. Uh, I know that you. You guys gave away like a super cool um, uh, thing at Preimagine, uh, so you guys have been pretty active around some of the Magento stuff lately. But uh, for those who don't know you, could you tell us a little bit about Imagination Media? So we're we're a small agency based out of uh, Miami, Florida. Um, started out as a Microsoft partner, um, helping small businesses implement, you know, Microsoft RMS solutions. Um, eventually um, built a B2B site for a buddy of mine on Magento 1.5 or 6 community um, a few four or five years ago. Fell in love with Magento, wrote a very simple integration from RMS to Magento to help small businesses and uh, small brick and mortar businesses specifically um, be able to bring their product to market. Actually, we wrote it on a couple other platforms originally um, before Magento. Um, didn't have very much luck. People would change the API endpoints and not tell you. Next thing you know, all oh, your wow. integrations are broken. So Magento was a code base that we were able to have some sort of control over um, and say over in terms of upgrades. And actually, that API never changed in all of Magento 1 for the most part. So yeah, you know, we're a small Magento agency trying to help small business. and. We're growing. Awesome, and you guys work with a lot of uh, like brick and mortar stores that have uh, point of sale integrations and stuff like that, right? That's correct. Yes, yeah, cool. most I say ninety percent of our client base, actually maybe even a hundred percent of our client base, is you know brick and mortar. Um, not all of them are on RMS anymore. There's other point of sale ERP solutions out there that people have graduated to, but almost all of our customers are all brick and mortar. Hmm. Yeah, no, that's cool. So, I mean, you really have a unique perspective on that that um, that segment of the market. I'd say most agencies they might deal with the occasional brick and mortar store. Um, what would you say, Phil? What do you th- what do you think the typical mix is for um, you know your client base in terms of brick and mortar, pure play, and blended, or not? If did <laughs> did did we lose Phil? We are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. Oh my word. <laughs> All right, so we were, we were in the middle. We're in the middle of talking. Um, you know, before we before we had a little technical difficulty there. Um, uh, you know, we were in the middle of talking about you know some a few things. There's like we had a bunch of you know 
talking about the meetup. We were talking about the stuff, the things. What I mean. So Ali has yeah. a rant on the but, security uh, stuff from Willem. Yeah, Willem de, de Root. Well, so jump in. Yeah, but let's let's set it up a little bit. Let's set it up a little bit because this is the whole point that I wanted to come on. I wanted him to come on because I think he's got a really good point that I want wow. him to make. But for those who haven't listened, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, so, you know, I think, uh, uh, for those who haven't been listening, basically, you know, uh, a security researcher in the Netherlands, uh, who also listens to Mage Talk and is a, a, a very, you know, uh, good contributor to open source in the Magento community, uh, Willem de Chut, um, has, uh, uh, done a lot of great research and created a website called, uh, uh, majorreport.com and and has done a lot of uh, 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 you know s- basically published a lot of security information over yeah. the years uh, and you know has been a really good asset to the Magento community. He uh, has basically done some research where he found all of these sites. There was fifty nine hundred sites that are compromised with uh, some credit card skimming applications and. Uh, and he tried to find a home for that on GitHub uh, where that list could be hosted. Uh, they kicked him out. He put it on GitLab. They kicked him out. He, you know, then they wrote a whole blog about allowing him to have that list of what sites are compromised to come back. Anyway, big saga. We've talked about it in previous episodes. If you don't know about it, you need to know. So go listen to it. But um, I was talking to Ali about this at the meetup. Um, on Thursday, and he had a really good point. So I thought maybe let's have a little dialogue about this because uh, I think Ali's got a really unique perspective on on you know SMB and and merchants that you know have brick and mortar presences where their focus isn't one hundred percent on e commerce and, and digital commerce. So uh, that's kind of where he came in away. here. So take it away. Yes. Yeah, so you know, I saw I saw the list. Um, before I believe GitHub GitHub removed the list, and right. it was just number one. It was very difficult for me to understand because you know the biggest problem that I originally had when I looked at the list was how accurate is Major Report? Because I had gotten false alarms from Major Report myself a couple of times. That was the first issue that I had with the list. Then I realized that the list was created by um, the person who is responsible for creating Major Report. So you got to assume that at that point, the reports are fairly accurate and he's done his research. And, I understand what the purpose of the list is. The purpose of the list essentially is to, you know, well, I'm assuming here, I'm assuming the purpose of the list is to be able to warn um, potential consumers that these um, credit, you know, these e-commerce sites could potentially be skimming their credit card number, or maybe they are skimming credit card numbers, whatever the case there might be. Now, what was hard for me to understand was, is that at the end of the day, Um, This merchant is on Magento because somebody has either sold them Magento um, as a platform um, or they've done some research, you know, in the space and come to the conclusion that Magento is something that's going to best fit their needs. And they are um, merchants who are utilizing Magento and 
essentially, uh, you have to assume that most of these merchants that are on this list are small businesses um, or maybe even smaller than small businesses. They may not even be brick and mortar. Some of them could be, you know, a lot of them could be test sites, whatever the case. But you have to assume the ones that are legitimate companies are small businesses. We all know how difficult it is to build a business. Um, Kaylin, you should know this. You've built a multitude of businesses. It's not something that's um, very easy. Some of them more successful than others. Right. Right. So, you know, it's, it's hard Age enough in and of itself. Right. Some of them started with the age and some of them <laughs> Right. So, you know, it's hard in, in and of itself to actually build a business and to build a business that actually amounts to mm-hmm. something and is profitable and um, is successful. So I just didn't understand why we were creating this list that could potentially, you know, harm um, somebody's business that, you know, maybe who knows, they've spent a lot of time, a lot of money, and this is how they make their livelihood. And essentially, we could potentially be harming their business because of this list rather Rather than maybe trying to reach out to them and help, mainly because at the end of the day, when there's a chargeback, the person that bears the brunt of that chargeback is the small business, is the merchant, right? Because the bank doesn't absorb the cost. The processor, we know, doesn't absorb the cost, right? So if somebody calls, you know, American Express and says, hey, man, I didn't, you know, give good links authorization to run my card for $5,000 last month and, you know, Good links, um, you know, American Express essentially is just going to send you a letter in the mail and ask you for an explanation, pull that $5,000 out of your account and call it a day. Um, at, in the meantime, the guy that got burnt was yeah. you, the small business, right? So why are we, you know, essentially, why are we taking the time to call out these small businesses in a way that to me actually seems to be doing more harm than good. I heard, you know, I mean, the the thing that, that really stuck out to me in this, the CEO of GitLab, Sid, Sid Brandage um, said that, you know, they initially took the list down because they felt totally exactly what you're saying. And what the key thing for them was that these, these stores uh, was specifically were hosting malware. So they weren't just, they weren't just hacked so that the credit cards be, could be skimmed. They're hosting malware that was that could be infecting, you know, their users. And for him, you know, the 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 um, the uh, exposure to the end customers kind of the priority for the end customers outweighed the, the the priority for the store owners in that case. Right. Okay. And I've I've heard that argument. Right. So my reply to that argument. Do you know that those sites are hosting malware? Can you say definitively that those sites are hosting I, malware? I think so. I think that's I, I think that's what the list detect. I think that's what was detected in the list, like like a like a virus scan. I mean, right, maybe there's I'm not so sure about that, right? Know, but it's, I'm assuming that they somehow scanned them for, you know, right. You see, I'd yeah. like to know if that's just a list of sites that went through major port. You know, essentially somebody got a, you know, um, built with um, export, ran it through major port. Um, 
and anything that came up with a hit or maybe anything that came up with more than one or two hits got published on that list, right? So I guess maybe the conversation needs to be more context-based around that list because my understanding wasn't that we know for a fact that these sites are hosting malware. Um, My understanding um, was that these sites are unpatched Magento sites um, that could potentially be skimming card yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at his blog post and he said uh, at one point he contacted 30 merchants directly. He says get, he got no response or, you know, a thanks, hey, but we're safe, even though he pointed out the specific malware code on their front page. So he, you know, he did try to contact several merchants, pointed out the malware code right on their front page. And they, they basically were like, no worries, bro. We're good. <laughs> you know, I, and and Ali, you probably yeah. understand that that mindset of like you get contacted by some random dude, you know, as a merchant, you're you're not necessarily going to pay any any attention to that, you know. Mage Talk is brought to you by MageMail. MageMail is the triggered email app for Magento. Triggered email can increase your revenue from eight to even twelve percent. MageMail is easy and risk-free to try out, and it comes with a free concierge onboarding service. So all you have to do is sit back and watch the orders start to roll in. You can start your risk-free trial today at MageMail.co. MageTalk is brought to you by MageMojo, a 360-degree customer support Magento hosting company. 360 degree customer support means every facet of your store is under support when you're at MageMojo. That's everything from the performance of your store to code level support in the Magento core and even patches will be applied by MageMojo on your behalf without your having to worry about a single thing. They have the fastest SLA in the entire Magento hosting realm and they'll even give you money to switch back to your old host if you don't like them. I want you to try them out today magemojo.com that's m-a-g-e-m-o-j-o dot com slash mage talk for a special offer No, and because you have to also understand the lay of the land. These people, especially the small businesses out there, they get contacted every day. They probably get five phone right. calls a day yeah. from somebody saying that they're Google, you right. know, and they need to renew their business listing. I mean, I know right. for a fact that I got two of those calls today. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, there's somebody sent me an email, uh, and I and I told you about this, Galen, yeah. the other day, where it literally convinced me that I had a Magento <laughs> two site or a Magento one site, which I didn't have that I needed to immediately migrate to Magento 2 or it's going to be Armageddon, right? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> they, they get these emails nonstop every day. So how do you really know? You know, the other thing is, is I don't know what the number is, but you know, and if 30 is an accurate number, but that list is fairly extensive. So, you know, how, what percentage of that list was somebody, you know, did you actually reach out to in terms of trying to see if you can get some sort of response? The other part is reaching out and cold calling merchants who probably are not very tech savvy, you know, it's probably not going to have the best result that you were looking for. Uh, some guy called me the other day from India and said that my Windows PC had a virus. <laughs> I don't have a Windows PC. <laughs> <Did you> think- <laughs> so- right. 
Yeah. This was part of my, so this was part of the, and I, I, it sort of lit a bunch of people on fire. I, I didn't mean to immolate anyone, but my, my, uh, my insinuation was that if Magento was the bearer of that news in some way, right? If Magento told them that they were, uh, so vulnerable to something. Don't you think that it carries a lot more weight? If Magento it does is carry a lot more message. Absolutely. And, and you know, from the blog post, from what I read, there was some sort of agreement. Like, you know, he had permission to release this list prior from Magento, which if that conversation occurred, you know, it is strange to me that Magento doesn't reach out to those merchants. It's, it would have had significant, um, significantly more in terms of an impact mm-hmm. in terms of trying to get things cleaned up, you know, and I, and I understand, you know, Ben Marks when, when he comes on mage talk and he says that you might have to spend a couple bucks and you know, that they are essentially brand ambassadors, um, indirectly for Magento. And it's completely understandable. The merchants that are using Magento as a platform and his response is understandable. However, You know, I think if most of these merchants know that, you know, they need to spend a couple bucks, there's an issue and that they need to fix it and they hear it from somebody like Magento, it goes a long way because at the end of the day, this malware and these unpatched sites are costing them more money in the long run. Totally. Yeah. Right. Did did you, uh, did you actually, um, I don't think you covered this yet, but you said something to the effect of, uh, to me, you said that, uh, a lot of them don't even know that they're running Magento. Like they don't, they don't even like that. You, you help them select a platform and right. you sold it in. Right. Yeah. Kind of, kind of get on that a little bit. Cause I think that's so, information too. you know, to get, just to give you an idea. So we had a small business that, um, we actually met at the meetup or I think you originally started speaking to them months ago at the meetup. They're sure. a local, um, store in, in your area over there in uh, South Florida. Yeah. And they actually, um, became aware that they were running Magento from logging into the admin panel. Long story short, they come to us. We take a look at what's there. It's a cookie cutter Magento site. They get us access FTP. We start poking around and there's like 150 Magento sites running on this $25 hosting package, you know, for 150 different stores and domains out there. You really have to wonder, number one, how many of them know that they're running Magento? Number two, a lot of these small businesses, when they come to us, for example, and they say we need to integrate RMS and we tell them we've got an RMS integration, you know, that'll allow you to sell your product and leverage your on-floor inventory in the, in the, in the web space, utilizing Magento as a platform. I'm actually very curious to know how many actually, if we went back and polled all of those customers, how many of them know exactly what the name and version of the platform that they're running right? and, or the fact that they're responsible for security patches, right? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, we weren't proactively going out there and telling our merchants we do now. We, we, you know, now we make sure that our merchants are patched. And sometimes if we even have to absorb some of that cost, we do just because we feel like somehow our reputation is a part of that merchant, you know, indirectly, whatever the case might be. So we want to make sure that, you know, we don't end up on the list. Right. So we want to make sure those sites are patched, but you know, originally four, three, four years ago, some of those merchants who no longer, are customers of us that maybe are still in running Magento. I wonder how educated those customers are. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it you know it seems like in an ideal world they hear about it from the agency that helped them. You know that they're that's really their trusted partner. Um, right. I mean, hearing about it from Magento would be great, but like you're saying, in most cases, it's probably even better if it can somehow come from the agency. So, like in an ideal world, you know, the security researcher can send it out to the agencies, and then the agencies all send it out to their clients. Um, but the, you know, but then it's a question: is just how realistic is that? You know, uh, what, what agencies are going to be able to take the time to do that? Um, you know, it's look, I'll put it to you this way, right. You know, and there better be a coupon code for me in the near future here on commerce hero, right? (laughs) Commerce hero is, 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 is essentially this, this space, this social space platform, whatever it is that you want to call it, that is been created and you can butt in here if I'm wrong, you're the founder, but it has been created to help merchants, right? (laughs) (laughs) that's that's been created essentially to help merchants from all of the bad advice the bad options that are out there that we all know exists right most merchants that have come to me in the last two or three years i'm not the first magento development firm that they've paid i'm the second sometimes the third right Right. So now you've created this this platform and you put this platform out there for these merchants to be able to find the real help and that they need and the proper advice, um, you know, that they that they're seeking. You know, so there's so much misinformation out there. There's so much bad advice out there. There are so many pretend and bad Magento, you know, a.k.a. developers out there that this is probably the least of their concern in terms of security patches, right? So you have to take the landscape into account. So commerce hero is something you created specifically for this. So we can't, we don't want to contribute to the problem and, you know, essentially turn off these merchants from something like Magento, which, you know, you want to say that they're brand ambassadors. It could very well have the opposite effect just as easily. You could say that, Hey, you know, merchants can come right. to the conclusion that Magento is this, this this platform that's insecure that always requires constant attention, and this is just not for me. Did you have any cus- any clients that basically said that they were just like, ah, the Magento thing sucks. Let's move to Shopify. We, that's that's becoming a more and more common argument, and in some cases, you know, Shopify may be a better solution for those customers. That's an entirely different conversation. Yeah. Yeah. But however, you are on Magento, and this is something that you need to do because you don't want to be responsible for the repercussions that are on the other side. Right. It's going to be significantly more expensive than you know four or five hours of my time um, to patch a site right. or you, you know, move your site to mage mojo and they'll patch it for you. Man, Ali's worked <laughs> right. all the native ad spots in for us. I love it. He may have to become, how do you spell mage mojo, Ali? How do you spell it? M O G O. Yeah. My, my, you know, that was actually the entire selling point and uh, for the sort of revitalization of the Mac, uh, you know, post iMac, but sort of in that, in that uh, uh, ad campaign of the I'm a Mac, I'm a PC, when we sort of saw Macs kind of come back to the forefront of, of pop culture. And the whole point was PCs are a pain. You need to update them all the time. Yeah. They're always under attack. These things are, you know, they're like a serious pain in our rear. And, it, you know, the whole selling point was come to this platform, which, you know, has no, 
it, which has no market share, so it's not really any sort of really attack surface area that you know is worth attacking. Uh, but as you see, as 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 market share grows, you know, the more that Shopify gains market share, the more that you know their market cap grows and they become you know uh, more of a surface area of attack. You know, they're going to have they're going to have their own problems too. So I don't know that anybody's a you know nobody's invulnerable uh to these uh or impervious to attack no and i think everybody knows that now we're this is just the lay of the land at this point it's it's you know security is an important issue it's a real issue it's it's a difficult issue that to talk about in the sense that it's expensive Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Security and running secure software, um, especially if you're playing in the online space, it's expensive. Um, You know, it's being you know, you've done plenty of talks. I've heard plenty of talks on PCI compliance. The depth of something like PCI compliance, it's mind boggling because it's, it's not just your host. It's not just Magento. It goes much deeper, much farther than that. Totally. Do we, by the way, Phil, I know we got to wrap up. Do we want to mention that uh, brute force RSS thing real quick while we're on the topic? Yeah, I, let's go ahead and mention that. I think we should like try to pair this up with uh, with an episode that has you know some other content in it too, because I think um, you know this is really relevant. But I also don't want to harp on it like solely for four episodes in a row. Um, but I felt like Ali just had such a great perspective. <laughs> And something that we really need to hear more of is from the merchant perspective. What 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 is you know? What yeah, it's you, you know so. that it's all cool. Hopefully, this guy's not going to get pissed off and try to take down some of my. Uh... <laughs> take it easy, Will. Take it easy, man. Get your finger off the button, man. Bastions, who you got to worry about, man? He'll he'll hack your site in a hot minute. He's hacked. Like, Next thing you know, my, my customers are like, man, you know. Yeah. So. But uh, yeah, man, are we still recording? <laughs> yeah, we are. Recording <laughs> we are. <laughs> oh, Kalen, Kalen I got to get you it all out. One more thing. Yeah, no, I just um, <clears throat> I actually didn't know the details of it. I just noticed that uh, the uh, Ali wants to curse a little bit, so I feel a little more comfortable. I just noticed <laughs> the uh, RSS thing that Willem mentioned um, on uh, October thirtieth. Um, so I didn't know when that came out. It looked like it was a relatively recent thing, an RSS uh, brute force uh, vector um, RSS catalog. So uh, did you know? Did you know more about that, Phil? Uh, yeah, there's basically uh, another vector <clears throat> that uh, if you leave the RSS feed open to the world um, to. Uh, to basically world readable, uh, you can actually brute force attack uh, the admin panel uh, indirectly. So it's not enough just to protect your the downloader, uh, you know, Magento Connect uh, admin panel. It's not enough just to change the name of your admin panel. Now we have to also uh, protect the RSS feed. Um, so that's that's the gist of it. Right, right, got it. Cool. So go fix up your your uh, RSS feeds. Yeah, or else you wind up on a list somewhere for people to hack you. <laughs> just, um, also, last just, just set off all external points of entry. <laughs> yeah. And, and, yeah, basically, yeah. Why, why even run? Like you know, you're much safer just putting like a you know a brick and mortar shop uh, up these days. Like, why are you even bothering? Just, just, just go back into the North Coast. Get a warehouse. <laughs> Exactly. Um, Sounds perfect. Well, to end on a positive note, we got a great shout out from Brendan Falkowski. 
who was binging on some mage talk uh, today. And he said, uh, easy to forget how great it is having this in the Magento community. So that was cool. That's cool. I think people don't realize how much positive feedback like that encourages us. And uh, it's great to hear. So I I always think about leaving feedback. I'm just never sure what to say. I mean, I'm, it's almost like, I feel like I should just make something up and, you guys are always, you know, asking for feedback, and I'm like, man, I got nothing to tell them. Those four lines that you just said are literally good enough for us. I always want to give you feedback, but I don't know what to say. I feel like I should just make something up, but you guys always are asking. Thanks. Like, that, that would, would be, be good perfect. enough for me. Thanks. <laughs> I'll In make fact, sure right to CC now, on it. Yeah. <laughs> Ali, if you, if you, I will give you $50 if you put that right now as a five-star in iTunes. Those four lines. Listen, I, I know Kalen's going to go delete Slack right now, but if I could just <laughs> screenshot my Slack chat history and paste it somewhere on Twitter, dude, I had a bad day that day. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, pop us a five-star on iTunes if you're not Ali. Um, I'm not going to pay you, but I'll pay Ali. I'm just kidding. Um, and, uh, we want your feedback. I know we're always asking for it, but you know, I get a little salty when you don't hit us up. So uh, we want to hear if you're liking the show, maybe there's a guest you want to hear that we haven't interviewed before. Uh, maybe there's a merchant that, you know, that uh, has had a really positive impact, uh, on, uh, you know, in, in their, uh, in their stories. business. We need merchant stories. Yes. Yeah. We're, yeah, we w- maybe you know a merchant that has you know really been positively impacted by Magento. We'd love to have them on the show. And uh, but anyway, thank you for listening. And until next time, keep it do something. Real. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.